So I am a uh, I'm a student of of you know like like the the workings of firearms, how guns work and what makes them work, and all the cool little stuff. The mechanics the, of it. The mechanics and the metallurgy and the springs and the doohickeys. So and, like a nerd or yeah, gun nerd. All yeah, right, cool. Okay, metallurgist. I'm now, totally not. So I'm looking at. You know, a lot of people on the internet say everything new is basically an AR-180. Wait, in the AR world is what you're saying? In the gun no, world? No, no, everything. In the everything gun world. Everything in the gun oh, world. Yeah. Descended from the AR-180. Yeah. It is an AR-180. Everything new. The clock's not new. Remington 870, descended from the AR-180. Well, that 10 millimeters new, but clock's not new. The long slide with the sight. Mm, long slide. So, I would think that everything descended so like this, from a blunderbuss <laughs> or something along those lines. So, but if you look at an AR-180, the AR-180 came out after the Stoner Design AR-15, and they basically took an AR-15 style bolt, stuck it in a different type of bolt carrier, and ran a piston design on it, as opposed to a direct gas system. Uh, So I'm looking on the internet and looking at the SCAR and looking at the AR-180 and seeing how they're similar and seeing how they're different. I'm like, eh, you know, eh, you know, same... Kind of similar concept, but not, you know, not exact, right? Yeah. So then I stumble on the G36. The G36 and the SCAR are basically the same operating system. Except one hates you and the other one doesn't. Yeah. The bolts are almost, you could almost swap them out. I mean, if, if the, the dimensions Wait, But he's not telling you to do that, by the way. No, no, no. Don't. No, no. Yeah. Well, on the off chance that you happen to own both of those guns, <laughs> and you have plenty of money to own you probably both of have guns. the ability to replace things if you do such dumb things like this. That's true. That's true. So rock on with your bad self. But but I don't think they're wrong. These next gen guns, the the Scar and the the G thirty six or the XM eight or every what do you want to call it the 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 Beretta and the what's another next gen gun? Oh, the uh, that the Bushmaster. Oh, ACR. Uh, I'm sorry, the Remington Defense ACR. No, we can't afford that. That's expensive. No, that was the Magpul Mossad. That the was Magpul. The, yeah. No, no, no. That was the Bushmaster. Was we Masada? got the wrong twist rate ACR. The Shrub yeah. Defender 9000. Shrub Defender 9000. That was it. <laughs> Firestorm. What? Robinson XCR. Yes, that's another one, right? Iraq. The the. the now, that's another interesting thing that we could talk about, too, is the hybrid AKAR. Mm. People use that way too much, right? The hybrid thing. But uh, I just thought it was really interesting that this old design, the AR-180B, which was a sheet metal cheaper version, because back in the day, AR-15s were expensive. They were expensive to produce because you had to forge aluminum. Oh, yeah, that's right. And somehow we've, we've now advanced to 2015. Forging aluminum is easy. That's cheap. That's dirt cheap. Right, you can get a, an aluminum AR-15 for like five hundred dollars. It's ridiculous. Now, is a Palmetto Ford- State probably has one for sale right now on their Easter sale mm. <laughs> for that price. Yeah, I'm not even going to check. I think they nope. do. <laughs> I think they, do they had actually. dissipator uppers yesterday, and I had one in my cart, and I was like, I I'm not buying any more Palmetto State, and you can't make me. What ah. is that? <laughs> is that a ten and a half inch cold hammer forge for two hundred dollars? No, nope. The twelves <laughs> are though. <laughs> so, uh. So that's another thing. It, well, I just think that's interesting that the next gen is the old gen, kind of with a forward <laughs> charging handle. Thing. Yeah, it's marketing. So it sounds like to me, right? If, if, it's, if it's the next marketing. gen is the old yeah. thing, then it's marketing. Well, the next gen's is it better? I don't know. Is it better than an AR-15? I don't know. 
but is it it's a more modular uh, okay so what you, i'm a little lost you kind of lost me where well my where point just is what's this. old is new and what's new is old right we, what's the next gen? What's the what's but, what's going to come after a, the scar? But is no, it going to be a, But we've never seen any of those really take off. A rotating bolt assembly on a beams. Well, that's because the military hasn't adopted it. I think we're going to just right, but, but nothing is taking off like the that's AR platform. So because we the see military this, this is still using thing. the Air 15 platform. But what we do is we see this new thing, this modular right. thing, and then what happens is somebody modifies that. To fit the AR-15 platform. <laughs> Basically, that's the, what the MR-556 the quick is. Change I'm sorry, barrels. the HK-416. You see the quick change barrels with the yes. two levers. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a couple years ago. And it hides it away and locks it down underneath the handguard. Yeah, I just saw uh, LaRue just sent out an email saying they were finally making barrels. And, wow. Uh, like in-house? That or? might be an April Fool's joke. I don't that, know. I'm... I'm ve- <laughs> uh, I'm gonna not talk about that. But they have the quick change on their gun too. The uh, the Predator, Predator, one of them has a quick change system, like you talked about, right. that uses a, a proprietary barrel nut. Uh, but they're also offering, you know, their other barrels, and and so yeah, people fit certain things to the AR platform, and maybe that's the future of firearms. Maybe the army in the future goes to a piston ish. System or a different well, heck, AR. Look at what Colt a Knight's did. Armament. Look at Knight's Armament. It's supposed to be the next evolution of the AR-15 with the fancy bolt and the fancy whatever. Well, look at the uh, that Colt rifle that was supposed to be a 308 inside of the five or a 556 oh, inside of a 308 receiver. You yeah. can just drop a little sleeve into it and you're good to go. So yeah, they're actually think, shipping those but, and they have more than one model now. But so every, that's working, right? Everybody's still taking that same concept. They're not yeah. redesigning it. They're saying, oh, well, this upper still fits on our lower that we designed. And, and now I you think can stop a 308 upper and, on And it. Here's, here's why, okay? The AR-15 is popular because of the M16 M4 platform, right? The M16 M4 platform, if you go to your average grunt, or your average... Uh, military infantry, you know, line fighting guy. And if you could somehow transport yourself into the middle of his firefight, right? He's in some terrible place in Afghanistan or Yemen or wherever he's at, uh, Iraq, in, a, in the middle of a firefight. And you could like pause it and show up and go, all right, private uh, so and so, or even his sergeant, right? Say his, say his team leader. All right, staff sergeant so and so. I have a list of 10 things you'd like to improve. For this firefight and your last one. Mm-hmm. And he'd say, okay, I need, uh, I don't know what he'd say. You just exactly. said you have a list. No, I show up with the 10, uh, uh, one through 10, and he tells me what he wants. Oh, okay. What improvements he wants to survive this firefight, for his people to survive this firefight. No, that would be hilarious if it had like the, like the pain chart from the, from the doctor. <laughs> and it's like circle, circle, how, circle you what you, how you about feel about the this. reliability of, of your current rifle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I think if you went to that Joe, whether he's a, a private or, or a staff sergeant, and you said, what would you like, and you had a list of top 10 or top 20, I don't think his M4 is on that list. I really don't. I think maybe communications is on that list, and his, his, maybe his, his uh, I don't know, his armor, maybe his ability to, to move, maybe his, maybe his chain of commands on there, maybe his ROEs on there, maybe his... You know, access to to heavy artillery Can is I, on let there. Me, let me throw a wrench in your sure. in your your thinking. Ever since the Korean War, America hasn't been engaged in a war where they knew exactly what they were firing at. They weren't f- fighting against a uniformed military. 
Oh, you're talking about yeah, yeah. So basically, maybe the reason they have been that, maneuvering against another army, right? So yeah. maybe the reason that rifle wouldn't be on there is because yeah, not everybody is sitting there trying to do. I mean, everybody wants to return fire to a, a precise location, but a lot of times they don't really know. It's that it's that tree line over there between the second and the third compound, the third compound with the two stories. You know, that's where it's coming from, and they're like, "Well, which one?" Like, I don't know. Just drop a bomb on it, or yeah. you know, if you can. Yeah. I don't know. So I'm I'm wondering because I'm trying to read where you're going Ethan, with this. Ethan, is, well, Ethan was one of those Joes, and tell me if I'm wrong. Tell no. me if the, the top ten list, if the guy throws down his rifle and says, "You got to get rid of this piece of crap right now and give me something else." Dude, yeah. I've never met anybody that actually knew right. what they were talking about that cared. That cared what like, rifle it was. There were guys. It puts like, bullets oh, I, out there. I and hate it puts my holes M4. Yeah. I'm talking about guys that are like. Don't shoot on the outside. Yeah, they yeah. just do what they do. Yeah. And they hate it based on, like, he, dogmatic. They hate it basically like, on hating it. Really yeah. dogmatic. Yeah. What does that mean? What do you mean? Like, like because dogmatic. it's issued, he hates it. It doesn't matter what you issue him, he's going to... That's no. what dogmatic would mean. Then. Tapping your mags on the helmet still, which is yeah. a thing that's been mitigated 30 years ago. You know, uh, what was the... Uh, you know, not loading... Not loading thirty rounds. Not loading thirty yeah. rounds. Not loading thirty uh, rounds in your, even though you got the new mag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now the old mag, yeah, you put twenty eight in. There was a reason for that. The following, um, those things. A bunch of not not lubing your gun in the desert environment. Yeah, those I mean, things. There's right, stuff that could be on there, but again, it's 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 it, and truly, it's minute because it is weapon related, but it's not weapon related in the in the in the in the sense of the gun is wrong. I've never had an M4 go down like that ever. Yeah, it was so, all mag or something else related. Yeah, so so my not op- under norm, not under normal use. No normal use. Okay, right in a firefight. We're not talking stress with tests. Support. We're not talking yeah. proof loads. We're not right. talking. Yeah. So I don't think. Hey, this is jammed, and you shove yeah. your barrel in there and start pry- using it as a pry bar, and then <laughs> and it's you a only, little to the right. You Someone only left it use- in the murder hole of a Bradley, and it traversed, <laughs> and then for some reason the gun's broken clean in half, and they're wondering why it doesn't shoot. The only thing you pry on with your M16 is the is the the end bar on the cot. That's the only thing that's used to pry. <laughs> oh, or the guy that decides to mortar the gun with the stock open and wonders why his stock broke. And yeah, the piece of junk crap the like stock that, broke you know. right in two. Yeah. Or they ran over it with the uh, wheel loader. Yeah. Buried it Whatever. There. You know, again, it's all yeah. that other stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah. So the, the M4 is not a failed platform. And it's been in use, we've said it here, 60 some odd years, right? Dude, the gun works. A long yeah. like time. The, the gun works no other standard issue firearm has been in use for so long with with the standing army unless you want to count you know i don't know the broadsword or the that's the only thing that, no, that's yeah, that because they're cheap oh, yeah. and truly even in the international scene the ar yeah. has taken root especially because we've been arming other countries with them with surplus amounts of them for so long well now. let's face it arming- if it's the gun the americans have been using for 60 years and they're the greatest military force in the existence of mankind then yeah i want what they're using we've what are they using i don't know i want what they're proxy, using our proxies for what 30 30 years at now at least probably? yeah well South i mean that. america africa parts of europe i mean Asia. Yeah, Asia, big chunks of Asia. Well, yeah, pretty sure. much everyone but Soviet. Any anyone yeah, that wasn't old Soviet, Soviet bloc countries, yeah, we sure. gave ARs to. You can still find current photos of Israelis walking around with ARs. Yeah, a lot of them. Yeah, is, I mean, Israelis are still issued. cars, stuff like that. And pretty much, stuff. pretty much every special but, I mean, forces a unit. Divorce, but and yeah, if you look at that, every, every special forces unit on the planet uses has, an AR, regardless, regardless sort of AR platform, regardless yeah. of what their military is shooting. 
everyone shoots an AR. Be it a four sixteen or, or or similar, they all. What's a four sixteen? The, the HK, the HK piston driven. Okay. Now, is that the future? And I want to talk about that hybrid thing too, because we're talking about yeah. hybridization, and I don't, I don't put. The HK416, MR556, whatever you want to call it, the Colt piston gun, the whoever, LMT, I don't put that as a hybrid as an AKAR. No. I put that as an AR-15 with a piston. Yeah, short, gas anything system. short stroke is short not. Short stroke, long stroke, whatever it, you want to call it. It's still not an AK hybrid, right? It if it's still not side charging. The, yeah, it still doesn't have the, the rotating and a rota- bolt. Yeah. It doesn't well, have the big don't carrier. We consider those bolts yeah, it's a rotating, rotating bolt, but it's not a. AK rotating bolt. Yeah. I mean, we're talking the, the, the AK rotating bolt is pretty much a derivative of the old M1 carbine rotating bolt system that Ruger uses. So, I mean, the Ruger's closer to an AK than the, yeah. than the any AR-15 piston platform. I think there's a lot of credence to off-rod guns at some at some level. Maybe in the future? In the I future. don't think... I don't feel I don't think we've reached yet. it yet, right? Yeah. I think there's been major strides. Okay, so let's break this down for anyone that may not know. You have direct impingement, right? which is going to be your AR system, your basic, the, your normal the, the AR original system. original M16 system. And what yeah. that means is that the gas comes up through yeah. a gas tube into right. the upper receiver, goes into what they call a key on the AR-15, and that gas pressure coming in shoves the bolt right. to the back and then it actually or the bolt carrier group whatever to the want, back and then it comes back if and you strips want to, around if you want to get into the minutia the original M16 design that's a piston design yeah the bolt is a piston you, that's why the gas rings yeah. on the bolt the bolt is actually okay, a, but let's not but get, let's not go there we right now we're trying that. to break yeah. this down for we anyone call that it may not know a direct exactly impingement system the original M16 stoner design the gas like you said goes through the pushes on the the um, the, gas the bolt carrier group shoves it back, right? And and the piston system, on the other hand, is the gas comes through the gas block, you know, through the hole in the barrel, pushes on some sort of piece of metal of some sort, a piston design, and that piston in turn either pushes or is connected to the bolt carrier, right? And that's what runs the gun. That's what pushes. Like it back. if you've ever Google searched AR-15 bolts. And you come across something, and you, and you see one that has kind of this flat top. All it has is a little shelf that sticks off the top yes. of the bolt. That's going to be a, a, a piston bolt. Well, the easiest equation to make is a car. It's a, a, a piston rod. If you've yeah. ever taken Just an like AK a, apart and you look at the, uh, the head of the op yeah. rod and it looks surprisingly like a piston, a car piston rod. Yeah. Right. An automotive, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of people there's that, that, that haven't done that. Yeah. I, I'm sure there's a lot of our listeners that are not familiar with the AR platform, but they're in tune with the AK-47 mm-hmm. platform. Now, the internet lore will tell you a piston is more reliable, cleaner, and, uh, I don't know, better functioning? Re- less less, less recoil, less heat, yeah. less... I find, less, that, less I find heat none of those... Bowling. I find none of those to be true in the AR-15 application. Mm-hmm. I find them to be true generally, you know, in, in some other gun, in, in you know, an AK... Versus an AR, but in when you take that piston system, you put it in the AR. I find it the recoil pulse is harsher or harder or thumpier or something. It doesn't have the same recoil pulse that the original system does. I find that it's not more reliable. In fact, done poorly, it's much less reliable than a good reliable gas system. Now, done well, could it be more as reliable? I think it can be. I don't know if we're there yet. Could it be the rounds the that price? we're shooting? I mean, you fire an, uh, a 7.62 by 39 round, yeah. it's going to have more energy at it's, the muzzle than a It shouldn't matter with a properly designed system. 
right? Well, with the properly yeah. designed, but what I'm trying to say is, in general, there's still yeah. going to be more energy to be yeah. had inside of that barrel, so you can take those gases and do more with it. If in something's if theory, something's yeah. dirty, right? Yeah. If something's dirty and you're a strong guy and you can pull that, you know, out whatever it is. Say there's a there's a a lodged piston inside of an engine. Yeah. And you're a really strong guy and you can pull it out of there because it's not lubed, it's not you right. know set up. If you're a weak guy, you're not going to be able just to go over there and muscle it out the same way as a really strong guy. Yeah, I see your point. So I, if, I can if see you've got that. More yeah. Ener- yeah, if you've got more energy to work with, then you've got... Yeah, I, I can buy that. You kind of shove through and, yeah. and break all the, the things that would normally yeah. break down a, a lower... The Air 50 does ground. have a high energy pulse, I would say. But like you said, with, with a... Uh, with a, a, a traditional gas system, it's kind of evened out because it has to travel all the distance. With the piston system, it kind of shoves on it. Right. So maybe the piston system has more energy, and that's why we're seeing more recoil. Does that make sense? Maybe. Yeah, I'd have to see the maths on that. Uh, You're not coining the term that everyone did a few years back. What, which felt is recoil pulse. Felt recoil pulse? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's... That's individual. Let's face it. Lots of people like 40s and 357 SIGs and 357 Magnums, and I think they're terrible to shoot compared to a 9 or 45 ACP just because of the recoil impulse. I don't like it. Right. I like the recoil impulse of the 9 and the 45. Um, now, but that's personal and, and everybody's buffers different. Yeah. and all kinds of things yes. are going to make a big difference on all that. They too. can make a big difference on all those things. And like you said, that it depends on the gun. That's why some people not me, can pick up a gun, shoot it, and say, this is the softest recoiling gun I've ever shot. And I'm like, okay, let me shoot it. I'm like, it shoots like an AR-15. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Do you think that maybe the AR-15 kind of caught a bad rap because they have three different gas links? I think the no. AR-15... Well, but I, no. I know for... A, I, think, I think it's all... We're literally dealing there's, there's with... There's two things. There's two things. I think part of it, Ethan is right, the old Vietnam... Everybody got killed because they had an M16 type thing when the when the army first issued the gun they said you didn't have to clean it they had the wrong yeah. uh, they didn't have chrome line bores which I don't think is a big deal but that's how the yeah. internet lore goes and they had the ammo had dirty basically dirty powder in it right. so the guns malfunctioned and people did get killed uh, because their M16 jammed okay so we're still dealing with that. And then the other thing we're dealing with is just pure, unadulterated, everybody, this is the most popular thing. I'm not going to like it. It's the same thing with a Glock hater. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's the same thing with a, a I don't know, a, Future a gun Remington loss. 700 hater, right? Um, it's the most popular thing. I don't like it. That type of thing. I'd rather have something. I'd, I'm a savage guy because... I know the 1911 works. Because yes. it's been around since 1911. Yes. yes. Um, now, uh, so I think you're dealing with those two things when it comes to the anti-Air 15 stuff. I don't think you can look at a successful run of a firearm and say, you could say it has issues. You Nothing's perfect, issues. right? They're mechanical devices. Yeah. We, there, there have been Glocks that magic, have blown up. They're not yes. magic There have been Berettas that no, have blown no, up. No. Everything devices. has they blown up. They require upkeep. They require maintenance. They require replacement. I tell you what, if I had an outfit an army of 30,000 people on a very, very low budget, I wouldn't issue them M16s with ACOGs and and you know uh, the new cool mag with the right follower in it. I'd give them all AKs. Yeah. That's the cheap way to do it, right? right. And, it, and it works. It goes bang every time, and it sends a bullet downrange. You know, uh, is it the ultimate fighting rifle? Because I would outfit my... You know, army with him? No, it's 
the ultimate fighting rifle for my army at that point in time. Right. Um, and I think we once forget, you w- once you win a few right. wars and battles, and gun is go. better than zero gun. Always. Now, uh, when you go to somebody like a special forces group and you say, "What do you guys want to take to battle?" You know, the ultimate fighting rifle. They take an M4. So it's hard to say that it's not the best gun for the job. Now, uh, back to the piston thing. The thing we didn't mention was it's cleaner. It is cleaner. There's no way about it. It's cleaner it's in the AR-15 in the, the, in the, in the, in the upper receiver. Where that bolt sits and but, runs all day, but like doesn't matter. has to go somewhere. The yeah, it's usually vented somewhere. Hey, somewhere, wait, wait, wait. Period. Hey, um, you shot uh, the Steyr Aug. Yes, I did shoot do the you, Steyr Aug, As a Martin. lefty, do you remember where that gas goes? Right into a man's thumb if he doesn't realize <laughs> what is going on. Well, it's your fault for having two thumbs, sir. He almost did I will work didn't. on that. <laughs> the glove. Work on the glove. That. That, that glove saved me from Glad you had a glove. solid yeah. singe. And yeah. it's still hot. The gas has to go somewhere on a piston system. Right. It, yeah. it, it, it just comes out closer or to, closer to the barrel. Right. That's all that it is. Or, you know, somewhere in the piston system. Or further, system. I guess, or, further away from your yeah. face or yeah. further away from the, the, the bolt Now, does it itself. matter if it vents out into the atmosphere or under the handguard or into your thumb as opposed to into the receiver? No, uh, I will say this. You know what? To me, it does. And especially in a time before coatings were a thing because these yeah. guns, what people fail to realize is not making ARs run cleaner is not necessarily a good thing. They are designed. They were explicitly designed to run dirty. Right. They self-lubricate they do run dirty. using carbon. Yeah. That is, that's the whole point. And we know as long as you keep an AR-15 lubricated, it will, be re- it lubricated. will be reliable. As a, le- as a lefty, yeah. I prefer a piston when I'm shooting silenced. Mm-hmm. See, I, yep. I can almost jump into that piston crowd when you start mentioning a suppressor. We're talking about ultra shorts. Yes. Suppress. Yes. yes, there is. There is I have been because I have gotten blowback in yes, my face from a silenced rifle. Talking about niche applications, right? Sure. Very, very specific and not I, generalized. Yeah, and this was bad enough that I couldn't. I couldn't even finish the mag. It just was going yeah. all through yeah. my glasses, and mm-hmm. I couldn't see anything. My eyes were bloodshot. Yep. That would be the time I would say, oh, "Okay, yeah, piston. This is right. it." So, so, so the consensus seems to be here on the Good Show Podcast. Hey. And if you don't agree with us, we want to hear from you. Jump on our Facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast. Leave us a message uh, right on our wall. Do you, do you still write on the wall? Is that a thing? Yes. Okay. Well, you type. You post on the wall. Oh, yeah. You can't write on it anymore with the spray paint. We, we put a coating on it. No, please do write on this. <laughs> so uh, send we'll us a over message. It. Uh, you know, uh, check out our uh, website at thegunshowpodcast.com. Um, Send follow, us an yeah. email from our from our Ooh, website. Instagram, you can follow Twitter, us all that stuff. Yeah, at the very bottom of the page at thegunshowpodcast.com. You can follow us. You can find us on iTunes. You can like us on Facebook. You can do everything from the bottom of our page. So if you don't agree with our assessment here on the Gun Show Podcast, or you just we, want to go to one location, yeah, we want to hear from you. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to talk about was this hybrid thing. They talk about the piston gun is a hybrid and. The only long stroke piston, which is AK-47 is a long stroke piston system. We talked about direct impingement system. We talked about piston system. The AK-47 has a, has a piston that's attached to the carrier. So when the gas goes through the hole in the barrel, pushes on the piston, it pushes on the carrier itself because it's basically an elongated carrier. So the, the AK-47 is a, is a, is it called a short stroke? 
No, long it's long stroke. Long stroke because it's, it's that's that's the ultimate. The piston goes all the way to okay. the gas hole, right? One continuous. The only operon. long stroke. There's probably another one because if you can think of an AR-15 thing, somebody's building it somewhere, right? Short stroke. So there there is a PWS. P- they PWS. Make, mm-hmm. They make a short stroke system, and I'm sure someone else does that. I'm forgetting. I think are. Now, see the A rack, Adam's arm, the Faxon A rack 12. Are short, if, 12? If 15. Me. 15. The Faxon A rack 21. The Faxon A rack 21 is, I want to argue, a hybrid, whereas the rest of them aren't really. Okay, so now we've gotten 20 minutes in, we got yeah. into your hybrid argument. The hybrid thing, yeah. Okay. People want to say, people want to say, you know, the, uh, the SIG. The SIG 5.56, right? Yep. The SIG 5.56 is not a hybrid of the AKR AR platform. What the SIG 5.56 is is the ultimate evolution of the AK platform because underneath it's still an AK. I would uh, truly, between yeah. the two, I would take a SIG 5 series over an AK. Yes. The ergonomics, it controls. Yeah. Especially and the as a new Western, one. That's Especially a, the new oh, one, the 5.56 IX, I believe it's called. Yeah, XI. XI. XI, yeah. that's what I said. The <laughs> Close enough. It's a... Uh, it is the ultimate evolution of the AK system, and I think it works great. Uh, I would love to get my hands on one. I think it's priced a little high for the platform. Uh, but, um, yeah, that is not still not a hybrid system. I think the Faxon system, if you look at it, it's a true hybridized system with a long stroke, with a carrier, with a rotating bolt system. It just happens to go on an AR-15 lower, which makes it a perfect Yeah, so hybrid. truly, the operating yeah. system is an AK operating AK, system. Basically, yeah. That's a fusion. Got, I think it has a... Uh, it does have an ambidextrous charging handle, right? It doesn't have the traditional AK charging. I no. couldn't tell. I'm not forward. sure. Yeah. No, it's a forward... They're forward chargers. Yeah, but it's ambidextrous. It can be either yeah, side. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So it's not... It's not an exact AK, but it's as close as you can get I think it's in better. an AR-15. I think it's I've, optimized. I right? think it's... It's one of the fanciest things I've seen. I think it needs more proven, more time to be proven. But as from an engineering standpoint, from a nerd standpoint, I think it's the perfect hybrid. I would. Uh, and so, if you are one of those piston guys who disagree with everything we've just said about piston systems, you need to check this thing out. Uh, and then buy a Sig. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I think no, because if you already have an SBR lower, you want to get the. Uh, you want to get the facts on, yeah. yeah, yeah, because then you they then they now have. SBR I have a rifle. serious soft spot for a five fifty two yeah? commando. Like that is on my bucket list of guns. That's just one of those cool guns, though, and that's something. I think that's something we gloss over here on the Gun Show podcast. Not that we do it on purpose, but we're sto we're sto. I'm not we, cleaning we, it you're up. Not, you're not gonna fix that. Nope. Post, nope. You? Got to ride it, Scott. Recover yourself. We're so stuck on the pragmatism. Pragmatism. That's what I said. Of our of our of our guns <laughs> that we forget to talk about the cool stuff sometimes. Well I paint like with a Sig five fifty one. That's a ridiculously not pragmatic choice. Right. Well the other thing is we're right? we're arguably working class dudes yeah. and we also have it have a have a different background than than some, you know, recreational shooters. I don't consider myself a recreational shooter. Yeah. I I don't. I dabble I, in it, but but I wouldn't I wouldn't put myself fully. I don't in just camp, grab my yeah. ammo to go to the range and blast off. I, I don't. I go yeah. to the range with it. With to train. It. Well, yes. The, yeah. I am not. A, I'm not a gun guy. I mean, yeah. I like guns. Yeah. I'm not a gun guy. I'm not a collector. I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a. 
Let's be honest, I like though. To shoot. I like we would train a lot more if we made more money. Yeah. I'd be Just more like of a shooter. I'd be more of train. a shooter. Yeah. That's all there is to yeah. it. Yeah. There well, is a gun guy. Some guys are gun guys. They don't care about shooting, but they like guns. They like the mechanics. They like the cool. They like car Why collectors. is this different? It's not good, but it's different and I like it type thing. Yeah, I like but some I think of that. that's yeah. that's why you're so opinionated on. I don't on the care about yeah. I don't care across. about aesthetics. I don't. Yeah. I mean, they're cool. If it, hey, if it looks cool, cool plus. If it looks better, that's a bonus. Yeah. But it's not a big. I deal I don't if it care. Does, Glocks yeah. are ugly, but Glocks have become pretty to me. So is your mom. Oh, sorry. That was knee jerk reaction. I apologize. Wow. <clears throat> wow, Scott. Glocks are the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. How that's can you right. even say that? Okay, before they're not, I was they're so not rudely interrupted. This isn't Vietnam, Scott. There was. <laughs> so, but we don't talk about it. You're cool. Like your love for, see, that's where you go outside the norm for you. The, mm-hmm. Your love for that 551. I have a couple of things. That's VZ ridiculous. That's a ridiculous gun. I want a VZ52. You want to get Who really wants anemic? a VZ52? Me. Now, I want it in 762 by 39. I want it in. in you mean a VZ58? No, no, no. It's a, a VZ52. 52. I it's their SKS. That. Oh, that's the Woodstocked one. Yes. Wow, you went yes. way esoteric on me. I wasn't even ready for that. And it came in two calibers because before they went Warsaw Pact, it was in... What's your sidearm going to be? The VZ-70 and 32 ACP? Uh, <laughs> you could carry a CZ-82. It'd be a little up to date. but anyway. I guess. <laughs> I guess. See, those are all cool guns I like, too, but because... Like but even said, in itself, you know what I'm getting in? I'm not getting what? the anemic caliber. I want it in the caliber that I can pay 120 bucks for like a thousand rounds. Oh, and actually or shoot it. Yeah. Oh, you don't want like Stop a... whining. <laughs> so Thank you, you don't, Arnold. You don't necessarily want something, some esoteric 762 Swiss, 75 Swiss? What's that? Those G11? are fun. 75s are Those fun. are great, but, you know, ammo's expensive. You want to put something down? Yeah. <laughs> you hit it with a 75 Swiss. You hit it with a, a K31 Schmidt and Rubin. Yeah, but you, you're not or talking about getting one of those. Splitting ear and splitting loud and boomer? Loud and boomer. <laughs> a Mauser in the ear and splitting loud Where, and boomer? Why is my 32, 32 <laughs> ACP Ackley improved super short bag not a thing? Why is that not a thing? They just haven't got around to it yet. So, I want a 22 uh, TCM. I cannot wait to uh, have a 22 oh, TCM. That's those true. are really, really, really those fun. Those are a lot of fun. You would know this because you've seen me on Arms Corps. Uh, I video. not only want the 22 I've, no, I've TCM. No, I shot one a year, yeah. two years ago. I want yeah, the 22 TCM R conversion for my clocks. I want it all. I took a church group, and there was a whole bunch of us, and we all took them shooting. We took like 25 people. Oh, that's people. right. You told me about that. Yeah. And, you had the and, 22 TCM there, too? Yeah. One of the guys had a 22 TCM with him. That's so much fun. I actually have a box of it. He left it at the range. So if you I like a nine bag, millimeter nineteen eleven too because they're so fun to shoot. I mean, there's you know what some was things, nice about his? Huh? He had a nine millimeter barrel. Right? Yeah, because just swap yeah. it right out. Perfection. Most of the it's based Rock on nine Island millimeter. kits have both. Yeah. yeah, it comes with both. So yeah. Which, by the way, you can pretty much buy everything direct from them now. They have an awesome new website. All slides, frames, cool, yeah. mags. Oh, yeah, wow. go go to their website. Click on. It'll the have link, a link. Buy a magazine or something. It'll it'll go to their small link. parts, bushing, springs, hammer. Yeah. All you know, stuff. I've started to see that with a lot of manufacturers. You think they're just seeing that they can make more money and cut out the middleman? Which is surprising because I saw the exact opposite with another manufacturer that I like, Tactical Solutions. 
nothing available on their website. You have to go to one of their dealers. No, I've been seeing that coming for a yeah. long time with them. So there's, there's, there's two thing. different it's this technology of accounting and bookkeeping. Well, and, one and logistics and supply line management. Well, yeah, easy. Do, the, you know, the, the compartmentalization of yeah. the technology makes it easier well, to do in house. Once you get a supply How much line, do you going, make in house too? Yeah. That's, that's going to be the other thing. Well, once you get a supply mm-hmm. line going, like Tactical Solutions, Brownell sells their stuff, and, yeah. and the big dogs sell their there's stuff. No right? sense. There's no sense. So why that. would I sell it direct? Get rid of that whole department. Ship it all. Yeah, when Brownells is going to be done with it. Yeah. Put a quarterly order in yeah. that's going to keep my doors open for the yeah. next three years. Exactly. I think Ruger is the same way. They went through Brownells and now they kind of sell their selves. But, but uh, yeah, it's weird how you get the two different systems going on. Some getting away from retail, some getting to retail. And uh, I wonder what that's going to say. Um, and then you have the retailers getting into manufacturing like Palmetto State mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, who's another one? Uh, got a big manufacturing. Delton is yep. another one. Mm-hmm. Just uh, wait until the because everybody knows now yeah. that FN made the barrels for Palmetto. Right. Just wait because you know it's going to happen. That's right. going to get flipped, and someone's going to go. You know, Palmetto made those barrels for FN for years and years and years. I think that might be the case though, because I was just reading where the FN guns that we talked about here on the podcast. Aren't as close to the GI spec as we thought. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I did some more digging, and the FN fifteen has a forty one forty steel barrel instead of the GI spec forty one fifty mil standard whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Which isn't terrible. This isn't but a deal breaker by any means. No, that's not a deal breaker. But you would expect the mil spec stuff, right? It almost seems the receiver like it's extension is a cheaper six thousand series aluminum instead of the seven thousand series aluminum. So it's basically your civilian version of the M four stuff. It almost seems like too much work. Like from the way I think of things, and yeah. maybe it's you know they, why do they have both? Yeah, wouldn't it be easier to make one gun ship it this way for the military? Ship it this way for the I don't know the level of government well, related well, production ask, they do. Let me just, ask you this: It makes sense. You have you can't <clears throat> import. Military firearms, right? What were we talking about? Well, yeah, 922R, uh, we've talked about on the show. You you basically can't import anything Could cool. changing the steel on a barrel no. get around nope. that? Uh-uh. No, no, no. no. The, the evil features are it, things that would, like I'm talking about making grips. it a sporting no, no, rifle. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, no, I'm no, reaching. No, no, no. That's not yeah, one of those as things. As far as I can. It's basically the reason Glock has to make their 42 and 43 here is that, that the, the size, the, the things like adjustable sights, target grips... Uh, you know, barrel links, things like that. Um, that's from 1968 Gun Control Act. Uh, as far as rifles, that's that's a little newer. Thinks a that's lot. The Al 80, that's the 86 stuff. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's more like bayonet lugs, flash hiders. You know, high AR capacity magazine. That AR sort of centric. thing. So yeah, that's a very good question. The the what is the future of the industry? What is what's the cool stuff coming down the way? Is is somebody like a Colt going to sell all their parts on their website, uh, or is Colt going to defer that to like a, a Colt? Uh, um, what's it called? Defense. The one in, no, oh, the one in the idea. one down the road here. Yeah. Bold Ideas, yeah, which is Colt Competition. Colt yeah, Competition Rifle. Colt Comp. Whoo! Uh, down here in uh, Breckenridge, Texas. Ah, uh, speaking right of down the things, road. I have it from a good source that Colt Middies are dropping. They are forthcoming. See, we didn't see that at Shot Show. At Shot Show, we saw three hundred blackout Colts. We saw um, 
we saw the new versions of the 308s, the 901s. That's mm-hmm. what it was. That's what I'm trying to say. There were no mid-links there. So for them to come out with a mid-length... You mean kind of like that would single be like stack weird. lock that we were expecting to see? <laughs> you mean happened. the 10 millimeter MOS? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're talking about. Right? Oh, yeah. So uh, the uh, <sighs> if Colt does come out with... Now, here's the question. You buy the Colt mid-length. If it comes out, it's the same price. It's the same specs, right, as right. a Colt 6920. But you it's buy. not the TDP because it's going to be a mid-length. Well, of course it's not the TDP. But if it's got the right barrel steel and it if still has the else same... everything else is, yeah, is right. set, now, why does Colt come out with this, though? They sell every 6920 they make, though. What's the point? Is it an engineering thing? Is it a, we need to have this in our lineup? Absolutely. There are people that argue with me. Lineup roundup? I I just had a conversation yesterday about a guy that doesn't really see the benefits. Of a He's a shooter. Uh. He's just, he's like, well, I've shot them both, and I'm like, yeah. well, I mean, to me, I, there's a perceptive. He doesn't see a di- like recoil. Mid-length he versus doesn't notice a carbine I'm like, dude, how do you yeah. not re-notice the difference? I'm, very, I'm with him, man. I, I don't notice a difference. absolutely notice a difference. Do I buy a, it? Everything else being equal, you offer me the same gun in a mid-length and a carbine length. I do choose the mid-length. So Ethan's been sitting over here during this entire podcast just sitting there playing with a zero-tolerance knife. He has six bandages on his fingers. <laughs> Now, slicing himself. they give you 10, so you have spares. <laughs> Luckily, my wife keeps running and grabbing Band-Aids for him. That's why God gave you extra fingers. <laughs> where, did you get, where did you get the SpongeBob ones? I like those. Those are nice. So you guys were talking the other day about some Maron Kniv knives. Mora. Mora Kniv. Mora Kniv. Ethan turned me on to Mora Kniv. Yeah. And I got turned on to them by my roommate, actually, who went to a survival conference with... Uh, Oh, not Joe Teddy, the other guy from Dual Survival. The one that wore no shoes. The one that got the one that got the guy that didn't wear shoes. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know. Yeah. He's a big Moore guy. He went to a like a, yeah. a, a you know a clinic, a conference in Kentucky, I think. Now Moore Knife is an ancient knife manufacturer, but they started their company. Their website says 1995. You've heard of such uh, such pieces as Thor's 95. Hammer. <laughs> yeah, like I said, ancient. Pretty such sure. things as the Mjolnir, otherwise known as Thor's hammer. They're pretty. They're pretty old. Yeah, so they've been around for a while. That but, might be the totally wrong country. I but I tell you what, we like about it. Usually, they, you know what they did break that glass bridge. So that kind of did. Yeah, I don't know what. That's what happened. cut them off for so so many centuries. That's true. Yeah, now they're back. So there's something to be said for the quality control here. So usually, <laughs> when you buy a knife, you get what you pay for. Now I'm the first person to admit, even though I like knives, there is a diminishing point of returns. Where you start paying a twelve hundred dollar knife doesn't cut any better than a three hundred dollar knife, but one could not argue, after it's dull. <laughs> that's but, for sure. But one could argue a fifty dollar knife is exponentially better than a ten dollar knife, right? Most of the time, right? Yeah. I think Most there's the it's a good rule of thumb. I've that's a general it, understanding. That, I've yeah. never seen it determined, so I don't know the number off the top. But I think there is an acceptable, like a minimum hard deck. You hit something, and then yeah. you all of a sudden get to a base level of good. Yeah. Knives and only increasing from there. Like it's at it's at that like fifty forty like like thirty five yeah. to fifty dollars yeah. range seems to be right where, where the sweet spot is. Now you the can, best part is when the MSRP is one hundred and eighty and you get it for sixty. And well, you're and like, that threshold is, is being lowered. Right. You know, look look, look at Kershaw's yeah. hinderer stuff. That's yes. a case in point. Kershaw know. knives. There are some excellent uh, K bars. There are some excellent Ontario knives that are just cheap 
and good, but usually the exception, those are kind of the exception. They kind of duck down underneath the $30, $20 mark. But usually you want to pay about 50 bucks for a good solid knife, especially if we're talking a fixed blade survival knife. Right. You know, you don't want to buy I the ten dollar super sur- SWAT knife. I would pay less for a survival knife, and the reason is there's less moving parts. Fixed, uh, not survival, fixed blade. I will pay oh, less fixed for blade. a fixed okay, blade. You yeah. can get a better fixed blade right. for less money because there's less moving parts. I I hinge when you get into the technology as as you some yeah, likes rifles, liner locks, fr- and folding knives. And there is a lot backs, of technology, yes, and there is yes. some noticeable differences in the tech in moving sure. parts and knives. So you pay for that. I will pay a premium. Yeah for that but we're not talking about that we're talking about the exception which is more knife, mm-hmm. which is well no that that's in line with these they're cheaper fixed blade knives these knives run twelve dollars to twenty dollars i think the most expensive one's probably seven. 40 bucks and that's yeah. light my fire that's yeah. got a ferro rod in the in the butt of it which is an awesome knife by now the way. there's nothing technologically fancy about these knives. As a matter of fact, one could argue the technology has all been spent on the manufacturing process. These are stamped blade knives, which is very easy and very cheap to do because you stamp them out a sheet of steel, right? They are injection molded handles. Molded? Mm-hmm. Injection molded? Those yes. Are hard. They are an injection molded plastic sheath. But... For some reason, all these things add up to an excellent survival. I was admittedly camp, fishing, fill in the blank, outdoorsy knife. I'm a full tang guy, yeah. and it's a fixed blade. Yeah, and even on even on folders, the closest to a full tang, which is technically technically impossible with right. a, with a fixed blade or the folder. Yeah, give me a fixed, give me a full tang. Full tang meaning that the blade is the, the whole knife is one piece of yeah. metal that is the end is forged into the blade, so they sandwich yes. the uh, the grip at the yeah, end. Yeah, the handle it. is. You know, if you want to see the the ultimate expression of a fixed tang, it'd be something that they wrap five fifty well, around yep. the handle. That would be a full tang because it's just one chunk of steel with a sharpened end. A little bit of history about the Mora knives is that they the company was founded in two thousand five from a merger of Frost Kimnaprakrov and you KJ Erickson. So you know you have we have to research on them as to when they came I around. Think the, yeah, but I think. but they were a merger from 2005, right. and it actually states that any knife known as a Mora knife is made in Mora of Sweden. So they're period. all made in Sweden. Yeah, all products are made in Sweden. So if so, you're getting an official Mora knife for Sweden, products, yeah. it's made in Sweden. Now uh, these knives come in different. Th- Blade thicknesses for different applications. It's more of a knife for less of the price. <laughs> exactly. It's Sandvik. I think it's Sandvik steel. That's yeah, steel yeah. It's going to be Sandvik steel, which is stainless. Uh, I I believe they're punched out of sheet sheet mm-hmm. metal, which there's nothing wrong with. But it's an inexpensive way to make a knife. That's for sure. These are like the Surefire. These are the Surefire G two. Yeah. Of not like I could yeah. buy five of them. Oh yeah. yeah. And stash I those see what bad you mean. boys yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah. And not even think about it. And you could rely on it. Yep. That's yeah. what you're saying. And, and like I said, I was skeptical. Yeah. Back to the real, I was skeptical because sure. they are not full tang knives. Yeah. So the blade, I think, extends maybe it's probably about half tang. Yeah. Yeah. You know, two inch, inch yeah. or two into the handle, which that, that you know, and that you you see the test. They do that where they rip, and like especially the injection mold, where they'll they stand on them. Yeah. yeah. And you'll see the plastic rip away. Yeah. 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 And that's cool. I'm not prying a truck off of right. another let's, truck. Let's be honest. Are this you, knife wouldn't be good for that application anyway. Right. This right. isn't a quarter-inch steel chunk of forged you know, S30 VA, US8, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're going hiking and you're, you might get lost for a couple of days, 
This is a survival knife. It's not one of those knives that you're like, oh, I'm going to get lost for, you know, three, four, five, six months, and I'm going to have to live off the land, cut trees, and that's do this di- and, and that. And a totally different taxonomy. We're talking very, hatchets, very talking different. machetes, yeah, if we're talking, large fixed That's what blades. I'm trying to... to if, if you take the prime... But there's a lot of people that think, oh, well, this one knife, I should be able to do all this. And it should be lightweight, and right. I should be able to take care well, of it. Well, that's not the way it works. No. no. Knives, a general knife will be terrible at any specific And you know what's cool task. about knives? You can carry as many as you want. Yes. You, you, in, you know, whatever your like local say, laws yeah, say. But. Say one of these more knives, you combine that with, say, some sort of prying tool. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or a hatchet. I would, I would run or that. Or a prying tool and a hatchet. And a hatchet. You know, what's, I always forget what they call that where you drop to split wood. Batoning. The, batoning. I can never remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this isn't a knife I would baton no, stuff with. Not unless I had to. No. I mean, you I could get it would, done. I you could it. Yeah. in a probably survive, like a no, yeah. no bullshit survival all situation. You had, yeah. yeah. This would this would do it, but but I'm still fascinated by how cheap these oh, knives are and, and we how use well it. I'm they cut. You, I use it's not some yeah. random plug. You could, I, you we had could one at the use, house. This is one of those knives that you can buy and try it out just because yeah. it's that cheap. I want to let everybody know that Skinning. currently we don't have any sponsors, so anything we're talking about, <laughs> it's not like yeah. we're getting paid to talk about this, right? Stuff. I, I don't tell the other guys when they if, send me the if money. If we get a sponsor or we lay something down, we will let you guys know. This is, of course. This is something that when we talk about Palmetto, we're talking about more knives. This is We're spending our own money on this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're buying yeah. this ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, only thing we get a break on is London Bridge, but Ethan had already bought it shouts <laughs> out before we got that. Even though, you know, it was kind of late, late to the party, but you know how it is. I'm still keeping it real. <laughs> LBT. Holding it down. Put them streets. POP. LBT. <laughs> holding it down. And LBX. LBX. Yes, both. With your funny camos. <laughs> <laughs> but um, well, Wait. I know some... Okay, so someone out there right now is being like, what the hell is the Gun Show podcast? What are they talking about knives for? I am not a knife guy. Yeah? I am not a knife guy. By any I can tell by all the cuts on your yeah. fingers. I will tell you what, though. There is an absolute correlation in the taxonomy... If you're that guy that carries a gun for the reasons I carry a gun for, right. a knife is absolutely see a supporting element I think there. there's if a huge, not its own I think there's a, there's a huge chunk of the populace that thinks the knife is a weapon. And to me, I've never, ever seen it as a weapon. How long it's, have you been carrying it? Like, no forever. wake up every day, carry a knife. Uh, as long as I could. 20 years? I don't know. Middle, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think I started it. This was right yeah. when schools you could still kind of. But it's a tool. To like me. I carried a little one and I yeah. got away with it. High school they got a little weird about it, but yeah. I snuck a knife in. I carried a knife in some form or fashion yeah. every day. This is not recommended, though. For you're not telling care? anyone to do this. I'm to, not telling to you to do it, especially mean, if you're a minor, dude. Oh no, 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 no. We're talking about. You're uh, talking about outside of school guys. as an adult. Kind of thing. I think you should have a knife in your pocket for when you need a knife. As I a ju- tool. I'll tell you right now, I'll I'm judge a man. Weapon. I will straight up judge. A I, dude I read who that on your Facebook knife. the other yep. day. Yeah. I will tell anyone. I will judge a man that does not carry a knife. All right, I agree with that. It doesn't mean that he's right or wrong. Now, in the last five years, I've come. I've to got this, a knife. It doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong. You don't. <laughs> in the last five <laughs> years, past. I've come to discover that carrying a knife or some sort of cutter, even a tiny little knife, yes. is so handy. Blade on your on your keychain, the one Blade you on gave the, the me. little thing in the key, yes, the the shard and the and the artifact. No, the artifact, things yeah. like that. I'm gonna, yeah. I might pick up a shard there. Yeah, I just I like find that I don't because I carry a real knife. I yeah. don't ever use that blade. Yes, but I use everything else on that thing. But one of those in your pocket, uh, a flashlight. We're talking about five. Di- we're talking about five dollar implements here. Yes, the, stuff you can yeah. go to Walmart yeah. and buy, and then you have. I'm a not tool. talking about buying a uh, a custom three hundred dollar. On the flip side, if you really want to go all out, multitaskers are the way. Those are an awesome. You want to talk about a cool AR multi, a gun yeah. multi tool? Yeah, yeah. 
the hands down the best. I find that the last five years carrying a flashlight to me equals carrying a knife. Yep. And carrying a knife is so important to me. They they've both become indispensable part of my daily carry. I feel weird, crazy weird if I. It's like leaving the house with without a gun if I'm going to an environment that I can carry a gun at. It's weird to me. It's wrong. I, I feel. Off. It's like well, I went to a, a sporting event, uh-huh. and you're not allowed to carry a knife. You're not allowed to carry a gun. Right. And people go, well, why don't you just take the – because it was in another city yeah. that's connected by a train. And say, well, why don't you just hop on the train? I go, because uh, I, can't, I can't carry a knife, and I can't carry a gun. Right. And people, you know, some people don't think, well, why not? Well, I don't have any place to put a knife, and yeah. I don't have any place to put a gun. Yeah. So I'm going to drive. You know, I feel you the get, same you way You get wanded when, when you go into most – you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, yeah, TSA type stuff. Sure. Yeah, you. I mean, you just get wanted. Yep. Uh, yep. And take your hat off. I was like, okay, you know, didn't realize I was gonna take my hat There's off. There's difference between places that tell you you shouldn't and places that make you not carry. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I, I, I like the requests because I'd I'm like, like, ah, it's not telling me I can. Yeah. I'd like to hear some feedback from our listeners though. I'd like you to hop, jump, jump. Wow, hop, jump. I kept saying hop, jump, skip hump. it, jump. I'd like you to jump and hump. On our Facebook.com wow. slash coined. That's a term. We it. And give us some feedback. What knife do you like to carry? Are you a Spyderco guy? Are you a Kershaw guy? Are you a... We've never heard of that brand guy. Are you a custom knife guy? I'd like to hear. Where's my Bastinelli guy at? I know he's out there. <laughs> Ooh, does somebody carry one of those Italian switchblades? Where's my stiletto guy? Uh, there's a K-Bar guy out there's there. A, there's a K-Bar. There's that dude that watches too much. I like the uh, Warthog oh, K-Bar the, thing. I like what, that. Those are sharp. Dude. <laughs> Dude, coming dude. from the guy that he cuts, cuts dude, all his the hand time. right there. Dude, you, you guys can't see this, but it's a scar. No joke. It's a little white. The K Bar Warthog was probably one of the uh, to date. It's probably one of the sharpest factory knives I have ever seen. The thing was great. Dilly had one like you know that he would lose in his car for months at a time, <laughs> and you'd find it kind of like yourself. barrels, kind of like barrels and guns in his trunk. But whatever. Um, Why are you judging? I'm not judging. Ben Dilly is a great man. Trunk. He's also the most ADD human <laughs> on the planet. Is he going to hear this? I don't know. <laughs> Send it to him. <laughs> hey, Ben, I, I need you to listen to the podcast. It's important. That's not going to work unless he listens. No, he knows. It's on the internet. Everyone... Just send him to facebook.com slash gunshowpodcast. Can you find us there? Send him to iTunes and make him subscribe. Yep. Subscribe. Send him to... Does he have an Android? No, he's an iPhone guy. He, yeah. He, he makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay.